Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central. And it's brought to you by Office Furniture Depot. Hey, he's all warmed up, ready to go. Along with Becky sitting right next to him, your host is Justin LaFerrier. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As my good friend Eric said, I'm Justin LaFerrier, back in the hot seat this evening with you. Happy to be here alongside my good friend, Miss Becky Messina. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy that you're here today. <sighs> Don't tell Neil. Sorry, Neil. Although Neil's probably <laughs> listening. Sorry, not sorry, bud. Um, but uh, we are back, and Becky's here to bring the comedic relief, as she told me prior to us coming on air tonight. So we'll see if we can't make you laugh, or at least uh, Becky and I will probably laugh a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so let's have some fun. We're going to jump right into it because we got a jam-packed show, as we always do here on Sports Central. Local update. Uh, kind of a big game this weekend in the NFL we're going to touch on. Uh, a lot going on in the NBA, and then, of course, we'll wrap the show up in our fourth segment, letting you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. But on the high school scene, a few state championships uh, were crowned this past weekend. Three, to be exact. A three. That is a few. Yeah. See, couple, one, two is two's a couple, three is a few, <laughs> right? Yeah, Lakeland, Bartow, and Auburndale cheer squads all won state titles for the FHSA Competitive Cheerleading State Championships. They were hosted at the University of Florida as well. Look at that. Lakeland, Bartow, and Auburndale bringing home state crowns to Polk County. Maybe we'll see them in uh, mid-June at the Polk County All Sports Awards. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. Lakeland placed first in the Class 2A Extra Large Non-Tumbling Division with a score of 87.40. No idea what that means, but I think it's good since they won the state <laughs> title. Bartow placed first in Class 2A Large Co-Ed Division with a score of 84.6. And Auburndale, of course, placed first as well in the medium non-tumbling division with a score of 83.5. And then moving on over to the pitch and girls soccer, Auburndale had an 8-0 victory over River Ridge in the Region 2 quarterfinals. Lakeland Christian, pretty good squad there at Lakeland Christian, year in and year out over there. I know they're uh, defending state champions, I believe, there at Lakeland Christian, trying to win it again. Uh, they won against Geneva 7-0 in the 2A, 2 region quarterfinals. And then Davenport High School beat Eustis, 3-2 on penalty kicks and advanced to the region's semifinals. So good luck. I was luck. trying to figure out how to say that this morning when Eustace. I was looking at this. <laughs> the E is silent. Okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's in Lake County, just north of us, our neighbors to the north there. Shout out to a friend of the show, Ryan Ritchie, at Discover Lake County up there. Um, yeah. Eustis. Try it. Eustis. There you go. There you, you go. <laughs> So good luck to the girls as they look to uh, bring home yet more state championships to Polk County. But jumping on up to the college level, Southeastern University in my sport, baseball, victory over University of Fort Lauderdale, 13-3. to Isaac Nunez picked up his third jack of the year with ensuing at-bat to push the lead to six. Don't know what that really means. Um, <laughs> Southeastern tacked on three solo home runs in the bottom of the sixth. Reese Wissinger, John Jones, and Hayden Brock each had a shutout inning coming out of the bullpen to close out the win against the University of Fort Lauderdale. And then women's basketball, they face the top two Sun Conference teams this week. They face second place St. Thomas University at home tonight at 530. And they'll finish up this week in Miami Gardens on Saturday. Do want to give a quick shout-out to our new intern with Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing, yeah, Reggie Mesador who plays basketball for the uh, Southeastern Fire. I hear he's pretty good. He is second-leading scorer on the team. 
He's uh, going out for the sixth man of the year award in NAIA there. Oh, he's I probably, didn't know that. He's probably not listening, but uh, probably he's probably at practice. We're gonna. Uh, <laughs> he's got a game night. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So just like the women play uh, tonight against uh, St. Thomas, I think the men play St. Thomas as well. So, oh yeah, yeah. Which would make sense. So uh, I'm gonna stop talking, Becky. What's going on with Florida Southern? <laughs> My favorite school. Um, the baseball season has started, but they did fall short to Eckerd College at. Their game this past weekend, um, there was a solo home run from Drew Cavanaugh in the bottom of the second, and he was the first score of the game as the mocks went up 1-0. Uh, men's lacrosse season has started, my favorite sport to watch. Um, they traveled to Alabama this past weekend. They played University of Alabama Huntsville and uh, Montevello. I think that's how you say it. Um, but senior Sean Nolan, he earned his first third career offensive player of the week and one of the freshmen, Jacob, I'm going to butcher this last name, <laughs> Sizzes, <laughs> brings his collegiately uh, began his collegiate career with uh, the Specialist of the Week honor in his first week of action. They did win both their games in Alabama. They beat UAH Chargers 14-4 on Friday and pretty much destroyed the Falcons on Sunday 23-4. It was a great game. I watched both of them. They played very well. Wow, 23-4. Your uh, uh, homework for the week is to figure out how to pronounce that young man's name. Yeah, I'll, next week. I'll text one of my friends later. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, Weber International on the uh, baseball diamond as well. Dylan Martin earned Sun Conference Pitcher of the Week. He racked up 14 Ks and 12 innings of work with allowing just one run on two hits between two games. He th- helped throw a combined no-hitter against Ave Maria. I always think of Josh Groban. Yeah. Did we talk about this Ave, last time yeah, I hosted? And Ave wow. Maria has come up on every show since then, and Neil's been okay. asking me to like sing the song. Really? <laughs> Are you a Grobenite? Do you like Josh Gro- you probably No, know we went over this. I, I do know who Josh Groban is. <laughs> he actually guest starred on Glee. <laughs> okay. There you go. little trivia for you there. And uh, he followed up that combined no-hitter against Ave Maria with a complete game shutout against USCB. And then over at men's lacrosse, they defeat Savannah College of Art and Design. Thank you. You're In welcome. The conference opener, Weber two and zero on the season, dominated offensively as it routed off forty one shots in total compared to just sixteen for the Savannah College of Art and Design. Yeah, have you never heard of SCAD? I applied there. I got in. I almost went there. Aren't you glad you went to Florida Southern? Oh, so glad. <laughs> <laughs> SCAD, great school. They're the bees. But uh, Weber drew first blood inside the opening <laughs> minute on a solo goal by Cade McCarron. You t- you can take Warner, please. Okay. <laughs> Their dining hall is called the Beehive, just in case you were wondering. Unbelievable with the amount of trivia we've thrown out here tonight. <laughs> uh, Warner University's softball season has started. They split a two-game series at home against Florida National University. Um, they had a great start from Madeline Morton, who pitched a complete game, only allowing one run in her first start of the year. Game one ended five to one. Game two was a little rough. Um, they did end two to ten. They lost to FNU, um, but I think they're going to have a pretty great season. Uh, men's volleyball has also started up. They won their first two conference matches of the season at home. The Royals went two and zero on the weekend. They started the conference play in a home opener against. Reinhardt University on February 3rd and had a quick turnaround to face uh, Life University at 10 a.m. on February 4th. Where do they get these names from for these colleges? I Reinhardt, just don't. I've Life never heard University. of Life University. No, I, apparently they're... They in, learn how to live. 
on that note. Wow. <laughs> All right, Polk State men's basketball, Santa Fe Co- Santa Fe College men's basketball thought they had come away with a victory at Polk State on Saturday afternoon. Fantastic writing by Ashley, the intern on this one. Yeah, I like this, is this good. one. Uh, uh, against Polk State on Saturday afternoon, but the Eagles' George Pridget stunned the Saints with a buzzer-beating bank shot from beyond half court to win the game, eighty-four to eighty-two. Wow, Keller. Jalen Spear had a team high twenty-four points to go along with six boards and five assists. Martin was extremely efficient on his way to 18 points. Cordell Brown added 13. And Numeros notched a (laughs) double-double with 10 points and 11 boards. Wow. Never a shortage of action going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Becky, for our listeners, before Eric pulls the hook out here in segment one, we mentioned the Polk County All Sports Awards coming up in June. What date is that again? June 13th. June 13th. That's going to be right across the street at the RP Funding Center. Always a great night of action where we pay honor to all Polk County All Sports Award recipients, the champions of the past year, as well as induct a new class into the Polk County Sports Hall of Fame. No spoiler alerts here. That'll be announced soon, as I know it was just uh, selected today. Yep. I know, but you don't. (laughs) <laughs> well, you told me, so I know, but uh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna give up any spoiler alerts. If you want to find out, you gotta wait for the announcement. Or hey, buy a ticket and go check out the ceremony. It's it's always a great evening over there at the RP Funding Center. They put on a good show. June thirteenth. Thirteenth. If you want more information on that, uh, give Becky a call at uh, Polk County Sports Marketing Headquarters or check us out on the website centralfloridasports.com. I'm sure it's on there. Don't quote me on that though. <laughs> Eric, we pulling out the hook yet, man? That's going to do it for us here on segment one. Thank you, Eric, for uh, giving us the lifeline because we were uh, drowning here. Uh, <laughs> stay with us. We come back on Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Among the many great sponsors of Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism that help bring you Sports Central every Thursday from 5 until 6 o'clock. Let's get back to it with Justin and Becky. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two of Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky. Boy, that was an interesting first segment. <laughs> I know a lot about SCAD now. I didn't even know it existed until five minutes ago, but now I know their whole campus setup and their mascot yeah. and the B-Facts. Yeah, and my and, traumatic and, summer. And, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. Anyway, um, talking about uh, the NFL, moving on to a national update. NFL, one game left. Super Bowl Sunday coming up this weekend, February 12th. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles out west at uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Becky, uh, ever since we hosted prior to the playoffs starting, you have uh, been a self-proclaimed aficionado in, yeah. in your bets. I picked pretty well up until yeah, the last one. Up until last week, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. They didn't play last week. I was pretty disappointed in myself. But we still maintain that uh, while we may make picks, we don't encourage you to take these to the bank. because I'm encouraging you to take mine to the bank. No, we're not encouraging <laughs> gambling on this show, Becky. <laughs> um, but anyway, Kansas City and Philly. Uh, Philly, of course, knocked off San Francisco a couple of weeks ago in the NFC Championship game after, of course, Brock Purdy went down with a UCL injury. Josh Johnson went down with a concussion. Poor Christian McCaffrey was playing quarterback. It was ridiculous. Um, anyway, 
The Eagles won that game 31 to 7. The Chiefs advanced after knocking off the Bengals 23 to 20 in the AFC Championship game. So now you've got both number 1 seeds from the conferences playing this weekend at Super Bowl Sunday. This says 6:30. That's probably when pregame starts, kickoff. No, that's probably when the kickoff is. No, I is. think that's when kickoff is. 6 that's usually about when it is. Now, Prior to you becoming, I'm going to ask you this before we make a pick or anything or talk about the game. Prior to you becoming such an aficionado here Mm -hmm. with betting, uh, (laughs) did you watch the Super Bowl and did you watch it for the game or the commercials? So last year I did watch the Super Bowl. I remember this so well. Um, I did watch the Super Bowl. Who played in the game? That's the thing. I don't remember because I fell asleep. (laughs) I had sun poisoning and I literally fell asleep because I did not feel very well. um, So I can't even remember. But I had to watch for a class, actually, for my advertising class because we were going to talk about the commercials. And I got to class the next day and he asked me a question and I said, I fell asleep. (laughs) But I was planning on watching it. I usually do watch the Super Bowl for the game and the commercials. But... Last year, it was just, okay. it was not in the cards for me. It was the Rams <laughs> and the Bengals last year, and yeah. the Rams won. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm remembering. And now you're recollecting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you've got Kansas City, the odds-on favorite for the MVP this year, Patrick Mahomes, of course, under center there. He is injured. He's running around on a high ankle sprain uh, that he sustained in the uh, divisional round. And then, and then the Eagles have Jalen Hurts, who is in the MVP race as well. Probably not going to win it this year. Uh, but he's got a bum shoulder. So both quarterbacks coming into this game injured, not 100%, um, being played at a neutral site. Who do you like? Eagles. E- why? Buckley. <laughs> Another friend of the show, former colleague of ours, Mr. Ryan Buckley. He called in a couple weeks ago. Did actually. he? Yep. Okay. For the last round of picks, he called in, he, and okay. I told him I wasn't going to root for the Eagles, and then look what happened Another, to me. Okay. So now I'm going to root for the Eagles. You never go against Buckley. <laughs> you can't ever go against Buckley. Yeah, I'm going to take his word for it. He uh, never steers me wrong. The Eagles have the Eagles have a really good shot to uh, to win this game. I think they could compete against the Chiefs. I, I think it's going to be a very good game, in my opinion. I'm excited to watch, actually. I think it's going to be a, a, not a crazy high-scoring game, but like a 35 to 30 type game so a high enough game yeah enough action that it'd be fun to watch um but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the chiefs okay just because you took the eagles okay really the only reason why we'll see (laughs) yes we will see uh what happens on that game this sunday again 6 30 kickoff kansas city and the eagles hey we were talking a little bit before the show your knowledge of basketball pretty much just boils down to the fact that you ran a camera at college and yep. uh, just moved left to I right. I did see, um, was it LeBron James that just set a record? Very good. Yes. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> LeBron James did surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a couple nights ago for the all-time scoring record. He uh, needed 36 points, ended up with 38 points in their game against Oklahoma City. Lakers still lost that game. Which is par for the course this year for them. Rough. But yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so LeBron, arguably, I mean, I think this is going to be an age-old discussion for NBA fans, but uh, in my opinion, LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time. The GOAT, as you will. I, in my opinion, obviously, 
Jordan, Kareem, Will. I mean, there's all kinds of people that can make a case for those guys. Yeah. But, I mean, Jordan does have six NBA titles, six and zero in the NBA Finals, six MB- or six Finals MVPs. So, so on and so forth. It's either LeBron or Jordan. LeBron, in my opinion, is the greatest all-around basketball player. From what I know, I will agree with you. Well, that makes sense. You're younger than me. <laughs> you grew up in the LeBron age. Yeah. You know, I was actually um, alive when Jordan won all of his. <laughs> you, on the other hand, weren't. So, <laughs> um, dating myself a little bit there. Oh, but uh, nevertheless, I was alive in the 90s when Jordan won all of his titles. I wasn't a thought yet. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. So, there you have it. But LeBron did break records this week. The NBA trade, day, trade deadline excuse me, um, came and surpassed this afternoon with a flurry of of activity uh, that uh, we apparently aren't going to have a chance to get to all of it because Eric's getting ready to pull the <laughs> hook out on us on this one. But we'll stay close to home. The Orlando Magic did make a trade today. Okay. Mo Bamba. Do you know that name? I do know that name. Got traded. Gone. He's going to play with LeBron now. Got okay. traded out to L.A. New, and the Orlando Magic bring back Pat Beverly, who's a veteran point guard that my guess they're going to end up waving or buying out because they've got like 13 point guards on their team. And that's an exaggeration. They have like three <laughs> and a second round pick. So Mo Bamba, somebody who that front office had high hopes for in Orlando, just got kind of got pushed down on the totem pole in terms of the rotation, wasn't getting a lot of playing time. And uh, they ship him out to L.A. for Pat Beverly and a second round pick. So Orlando not making a ton of waves, but uh, nevertheless got into the headlines today with uh, one trade. Um, there was a ton of obviously big names that were traded over the past couple of days, such as Kevin Durant. I know that one. Kyrie Irving. I know that one. Got traded as well. Um, but a few other names we may touch on in segment three because um, we got some other stuff to uh, talk about from a national perspective. So that's going to do it here for segment two, though. Stay tuned as Becky and I come back in segment three and try to keep this train on the tracks. Hey, let's get back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Home 2 by Hilton. Yeah, boy. Your host, Justin LaFerrier. Thanks for that intro, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky. Coming back with more from the National Update side. We talked a little bit about the NBA trade deadline before the end of segment two. The Orlando Magic making a trade today, sending Mo Bamba to the L.A. Lakers for Pat Bev and a second-round pick. Speaking of the Magic, they fell short in their last game against the New York Knicks, 102-98. to Magic not having a fantastic year, but I don't think anybody really expected them to uh, make the playoffs this year, to be honest. Um, although they've been playing a little bit better with Markel Fultz coming back. Paolo Bancaro, I think, is going to win the Rookie of the Year award. Um, so bright future ahead for the Orlando Magic. They've got some good young pieces. I think they hit a home run with Paolo Bancaro there. So we'll see. Their next game is tonight against the Denver Nuggets. They made a ton of trades today. The and names kill me. The Nuggets? Yeah. Like, Apparently. imagine being like, yeah, I'm a Nugget. Gold. That's just not what I think of, though. Stop. Think of, like, Chicken Nugget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Magic also play the Miami Heat this weekend on Saturday night. And speaking of the Heat, they la- in their last outing, they fell to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a deer. 
I know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Not one, a dollar? <laughs> no. 123 to 115. They also have a busy week as they are playing on Friday night against Houston and then, of course, taking on the Orlando Magic on Saturday. Magic currently sitting three and a half games out of the play-in tournament right now in the 13th seed in the East and the Heat uh, doing a little better, sitting in the 6th seed right now in the East. So they're sitting uh, on the other side of the play-in tournament right now. So the... If it ended right now, the uh, Heat would be playing the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round, and the Magic would be sitting at home. So, <laughs> Well, when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. wah, wah. Um, speaking of the Magic, of course, uh, you can always catch the Lakeland Magic, the G League affiliate for the Orlando Magic. Right across the street, they play their home games at the RP Funding Center. And speaking of the Lakeland Magic, we'll go ahead and touch base on them since I already jumped uh, ahead to that point. <laughs> they fell short against the... New Mexico Capitans. Another great name. Fantastic name. That one needs to be in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> they lost by a point, 122 to 121. RJ Hampton scored 30 points off the bench, and Jay Scrub added 20. Their next game is the 10th tomorrow night against Salt Lake City. So a lot going on. Good night. Yeah. All basketball, too. Again, not a big basketball fan there, are you? Not really. You I just, just think there's the more exciting sports. It's because you only viewed it from behind a camera lens. Yeah, it's like the moving back and forth of yeah. the camera that really just put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the NHL update. They're coming off the All-Star break. The Tampa Bay Lightning fell against the San Jose Sharks 4-3 to on Tuesday this week. Their next game is tonight against the defending Stanley Cup champions in a rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals the Colorado Avalanche, and the Florida Panthers, uh, where the All-Star game was actually hosted down in Sunrise, Florida. Didn't know that, did you? <laughs> this past Monday, they won against the Lightning. 7-1. to Jeez. Yeah, there was some drama here. Oh, my. A fan attacked the Florida Panthers mascot in the middle of the game. The video was posted online by a fan inside the arena, showed a fan in a blue shirt attacking the mascot. Wow. And pulled the... Wow. That's a big word. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to... Yeah, Okay. Why? Do you know anybody know why? I don't know. I Apparently not a fan of anthropomorphic this, rats. And I read this this morning and I was like... And you left oh anthropomorphic God. in there? Yeah, that's a big word. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> they, uh, the Panthers will be playing tonight against the San Jose Sharks. Hopefully Victor E. Rat. One of their two mascots is uh, is okay after. I hope so. Ridiculously being attacked by a fan, that is crazy, unbelievable, as to why that would have happened. I am a little mad at the Lightning at the moment. I like rely on them for my free Chick Fil A. So if they could win a game, that'd be great. There you go, um, Steven Samkos, Andre Vasilevsky. You guys get it together, please. <laughs> Becky needs her Chick Fil A. Wait, how do you get Chick-fil-A from the Lightning? If they win a game, you can open your Chick-fil-A app and you'll get free Chick-fil-A. They have like a deal with Chick-fil-A that Seriously? when they win, you get free Chick-fil-A. And it's good at any Chick-fil-A? Anything in the larger Tampa Bay, the greater Tampa Bay which, area, uh, which includes, includes Lakeland? Lakeland and Winter Haven. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It might include that. all of Polk County, but I know for sure it works at Lakeland and Winter Haven. Okay, good to know. Shout out there, Lightning. Win a game, please. Yep. Becky needs her chicken nuggets. Please. Not to be confused with the Denver nuggets. <laughs> 
And uh, we're going to go ahead and touch on the Florida Tropics. They play their home games as well. Right across the street at the RP Funding Center. Eric is in there like, man, this show is a train wreck. I don't know what is happening on the other side of that window right now, but six o'clock can't get here soon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Eric lo- is loving every minute of it. The Can floor- I have some tater tots, please? That's <laughs> <laughs> because Eric's getting hungry because we're talking about food. Uh, the Florida Tropics, they had a big two-way effort in the second half to snap a three-game losing streak as they broke a 4-4 halftime tie to roll on to an 8-4 victory in the major arena soccer league action on Saturday night. Apparently don't know who they played. Thanks, Ashley. Got a, got a <laughs> Ricardo Cavallo scored twice, one on a beautiful bicycle kick near the top left corner of the box to give Florida a 3-2 lead. And Vinny Dantas, sorry if we're butchering names here, gentlemen, also out of the pair as Florida improved to 7-4-2 on the season, good for second place in the Eastern Division. They'll be on a long road trip to wrap up the season long, or goodness, they will be on a road to wrap up a season-long five-game road trip with stops next Friday in Kansas City and Saturday in St. Louis before coming back home to the RP Funding Center to take on the Comets again on February 19th. You ever seen the Tropics play? I have not. It's pretty cool to watch. I would like to. You like lacrosse? I like soccer and lacrosse. It's kind of like a cross. In my opinion, it's kind of like a cross between soccer and lacrosse. The Florida Tropics? Yeah, because it's like it's on a smaller field than a typical oh. soccer field. Oh. Um, okay. But it's pretty. It gets high scoring, as you can see by an eight to four. You don't typically yeah. see that in a regular soccer game. Yeah. It's very, it's very high scoring. A lot of action going on. Yeah, I would love to see a Tropics game. Pretty cool. Pretty cool to check them out. February nineteenth. Go check them out. Yeah. Maybe Tell Neil. Free. <laughs> Tell Neil you got uh, some uh, education, uh, professional development to to do. Neil, I have educational things I need to do on February 19th, and if you could also give me educational tools to see the Yankees play the Detroit Tigers, that would be really cool, too. Go! Oh. <laughs> Eric, please tell me that's going to do it for segment three. Are we good enough? All right, that's going to do it for segment three on Sports Center here on Talk Radio. We'll be back to uh, finally put a bow on this present for you guys because this is ugly. It's been a long week. Yes, it has. It's been a long week today. (laughs) Yeah, we got Sports Central for you. Fourth and final segment brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside. And to do the final segment is Becky and Justin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth and, thank goodness, final segment of this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As you can hear, Eric is ready for us to be done. It's been a fun evening. Becky and I have had fun. Hopefully you guys have as well. We're going to let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. For information on anything we touch base on and everything else going on, please check us out at visitcentralflorida.org or centralfloridasports.com. There is never a shortage of events going on in Polk County, but this time of year especially, there is a ton. Becky, kick it off for me, please. Yeah, uh, so we have your event, the Spring Training Day leadoff. That's happening on... Saturday, I believe. That's the 11th, right? That's correct. Today's the 9th? Yes. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Yes. Um, It's at Central Florida's Welcome Center, um, and it's from 8 to 1. Yep. So our annual Central, or yeah, excuse me, 
annual spring training leadoff event this Saturday, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Come and say hi to me and my team as we help kick off the 2023 spring training season just a couple of weeks away for the Detroit Tigers here in Lakeland. Going to be offering buy one, get one free tickets for Legoland Florida Resort and Bach Tower Gardens. I love Legoland. Both uh, during the event time frame, so from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., you can come out, out, come out to Davenport, say hello, buy some tickets, maybe win some Tigers tickets. We're giving away some Tigers tickets as well. I'm um, going to have some boiled peanuts, some hot dogs, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So it's usually a fun event. Uh, come say uh, say hi. Are you giving away a Yankees Detroit Tigers stick? Of course not. Okay. NSA Super Bowl <laughs> showdown going on this weekend as well. National Softball Association going to be taking place out at Christina Park on Saturday and Sunday, welcoming in over more than or excuse me more than 750 visitors for that event. That's going to be a big event. Taste of Winter Haven. Going to be taking place next week on Thursday. Yes, you have to be 21 or older, though. 21 or older. Uh, tickets are $35. Going to be happening at Venue 650 in downtown Winter Haven, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, there's some great food over in Winter Haven. So Seems like a really cool event. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's something they started a couple years back, and it's been well attended, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. So check them out next Thursday on the 16th, 6 to 9 in downtown Winter Haven. All right, we have the FYSA State Cup happening on February 18th and February 19th. It's happening at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex at the soccer fields, and it's projected for like 930-plus uh, visitors for this event. That's Crazy. It. Yeah, that's a 900. Yeah. It's a big event anyway, <laughs> if, you can't, if you didn't get the picture there. Of course, FYSA, meaning Florida Youth Soccer Association, great partnership there, largest governing body of youth sports in the entire state. Mm -hmm. They're home right there at Lake Middle Sports Complex. Shout out to Joel, who leads that great, He's so nice. that great team at FYSA. He is a great guy. Yep. He's and not then, listening, but shout out to him anyway. Yeah, he's really nice. I met him a couple weeks ago. Um, Rust Mat Week 1 is kicking off on the 17th through the 24th of February at the Chain of Lakes, I believe. Um, yeah, Chain of Lakes. It's at a few places. It's it's at a few. <laughs> just a few. Just, uh, just a few. Just like all over the county. Yeah. but Well, at least initially it's at the Chain. It's at Lake Myrtle. It's at Northeast Regional. At anywhere with a baseball field. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, if there's not a major league team there, there will be a collegiate team there because... Russ Matt, of course, the largest spring training collegiate invitational tournament in the entire country, right here in Polk County for the next six to eight weeks, yep. starting in like a week or two. Almost 3,000 people. Crazy Unbelievable number. event. Of course, we touched base on this earlier. Tigers Barbecue coming up in a couple of weeks on February 22nd, the 76th. Tigers Barbecue going to be taking place at so excited Tiger Town Joker Market Stadium at Tiger Town over there 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. They're going to be honoring Miguel Cabrera who has announced this will be his final year in Major League Baseball. He's retiring at the end of this year. Mm -hmm. So this one honors him $40 for tickets. Uh, you could call 863-551-4750 and probably get tickets or check it out at centralfloridasports.com or visit centralflorida.org as we mentioned. Yep. Always a great evening. Great food. Hey, you might get to uh, see some of the players. I'm so excited. I love barbecue and I love baseball. So It's your, your type of event. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a blast. It is a good night. Uh, right after that is the Detroit Tigers spring training. Is that their kickoff? Well, I'm that's, assuming that's their first game. That's their Well, their first game is the 25th. Yes. So a few days after that. But the first game of the year is the 25th. I believe that's a Saturday. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep, I know. <laughs> um, it starts at 1.05 p.m. I don't know who they're playing because it's not on here. I think the Philadelphia. They're playing the Phillies. Yeah. Yes. Um, yep, and then we have Prospect Wire uh, next-gen kickoff happening at the same time, actually, on the 25th. Um, that's also at anywhere with the baseball field. Um, <laughs> with the exception of Publix Field at Joker Martin Stadium, Tigers will be there. Yeah. Um, projected almost 800 visitors for that one. Crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, a couple weeks, or about or that same week, excuse me, the same time frame, the Florida Half Century 50s tournament going to be taking place anywhere. There's a softball field, apparently. West <laughs> Hart Park, Southwest and Walker Road welcoming in 1,800 visitors for that event. Going to be taking place February 25th and 26th. So crazy. That amount, I can't even imagine that amount of people. Yeah, that weekend's going to be busy. Yeah. it's all, And there's an, another one right after that. Yep. <laughs> USFA February event is happening on the 25th as well at Barter Sports Complex. Uh, another softball event um, projected for over 1,500 Guess Crazy. what? Starting that same weekend, another softball tournament, the spring games. <laughs> yep. The collegiate <laughs> uh, collegiate softball spring training tournament usually take or will take place, excuse me, uh, starting that last week of February. Uh, mostly going to be taking place at Diamond Plex over in Winter Haven, bringing in over 1,000 participants for that. And shocker, uh, on February 25th as well, <laughs> Russ Matt, week two starts <laughs> for a projected... Uh, 3,500 plus people anywhere with the baseball field. Yeah. Like we met, like we said, uh, there's never a shortage of things going on here in Central Florida's Polk County, but this time of year, especially these are the busiest times of the year here in February and March and a lot of great baseball, a lot of great softball being played in the next few weeks. So you shouldn't have an excuse for not having anything to do on the weekends. For more information on all of those events, Becky and I touched on, check us out, visit centralflorida.org centralfloridasports.com or if you want to talk to somebody in person come say hi this Saturday 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Central Florida Welcome Center on Davenport quarter mile south of Interstate 4 and Highway 27 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'll be there I'll say hi I promise <laughs> come get a spring training schedule as well it's going to be a fun event man this has been it's been fun it's been a train wreck but it's been fun yeah it's just been a really long week. It has. I think yesterday really took me out. Guess what? We've still got another day. I know. So that uh, is going to do it for this edition, though, of Sports Central. We're going to talk radio 96.7. For my good friend, Miss Becky Messina, I'm Justin LaFerrier. We'll be back on the same time, same channel next week.